Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Well, good morning. I'm Reverend Barbara Weiss, and I am so grateful to be here with all of you in person and those of you online. Thank you all for being here. I'm so excited with all the friends and family and all of you, some of you I haven't seen for so for such a while. Well, last week, Reverend Larry did an amazing job simplifying for us the beginning of the Ernest Holmes book called How to Use the Science of Mind. And he explained the spiritual law and went into the law of vibration. And if we break a law, there are consequences and we suffer. <clears throat> Yikes. So today, let's take this understanding of the law of vibration and get clear on how there is great power in our words, how we create our daily life, and use that in accordance with the law of attraction. When I speak, my mind begins to open up to spirit when I find out I'm going to speak. And I'm not sure, like Larry said, here's this broad range, the Big Bang. Oh, I can find something for that. I mean, that's like everything, right? And so I open up to what the talk is going to bring to me. And so when I knew I was going to come here and speak, I decided I wanted to go get something new to wear, just because, why not? <laughs> and I went into the store, and as I picked pick this out and, and this, I got up to the, the front to, to pay, and there was a, a mother and a daughter there standing, and, and the mother said um, to me, she said, oh, are you going on a cruise? And I thought in my mind, yeah, I'd love to, but uh, no. I said, I'm a minister, and I'm going to be speaking. And before I could get the rest of my sentence out, she said, you're a mistress? <laughs> Honestly, to try to even finish a sentence even further than that, I was laughing so hard I could barely talk. And... Um, I kept trying to say, no, 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 I'm a minister, you know, like trying to watch, you know, talk about watching my words, right? So I did correct her, but I knew it was through all my giggling, and so I really don't know if she heard me, what I really said. And needless to say that they didn't stay in the store very long after that. But I have had a great giggle about that ever since. Now, that's the way, for me, that I like to open up to spirit, to, to, to know that something's happening that's way beyond me, and that as long as I open up, I'm good. So, I understand the power of words, and I understand that that didn't happen by accident, because nothing happens by accident. So, I decided that I would look up the word mistress, because I knew one definition, and I knew I wasn't that. <laughs> Whichever, I don't know what you are all thinking. There were two definitions that I, that I said, oh, okay, I could do that. First was a woman in position of authority or control. Okay, the second, a woman who is skilled in a particular subject or activity. It's like, okay, well, no, not like that. Get out of the gutter. Or don't, I'll join you there in a minute. But I do have the pleasure of being a minister, and I do know that as I open up to spirit, I allow spirit to move through me, and what comes through me is what I get to share with you. 
So it's like, okay, I guess I am a mistress, but it still makes me giggle, just saying. (laughs) So from the Bible in John chapter 1, we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So with one word, everything that we know was dreamed and created. With one word, God, you can say love, peace, joy, whatever that is for you. One word. That shows how powerful our words are. Can you get that? With one word, everything was created. So with that then, who knows what we can dream and what we speak and what is created from the power of our words. Holy mackerel. That's huge. So for each one of us, we were created, and and Catherine, you did such a perfect job of this. As she was doing her prayer, I'm thinking, that's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. That One mind. There is one mind. So we all have our own image and likeness of God. We have our own little special twist to the Godness that we are. There is no one like each of us individually, and there will never be another one. Now, some of people that we know, we might say, thank God there's not going to be another one like you. Or we could say, thank God, there's not going to be another one like you, and you're in my life right now. Thank you for being here in my life. So what words do you wish to express into the universe for the experience of you? What are those words for you? Your thoughts, your words, your decisions and actions affect each of us. And not just those of us in the room and online. Reverend Larry talked about vibration last week, and vibration goes out into the world way beyond, I think, what any of us can even imagine. But think about those pictures that the telescope took recently. Think that your vibration goes all the way out there. Wow. That makes me think a little bit more about how do I want to present myself in the world and what are the words that I want to speak out in the world. And so for me, I know that that means that I need to clean things up a little bit every once in a while, some of my attitudes, because sometimes they're the opposite of loving, peaceful, and joy-filled. That's the energy that I want to express out into the world. So think of what that is for you. What do you want people to know you as, your individuality, your specialness? Words can be used in many ways. There is energy attached to them, and all of that vibration moves through our bodies and out into the world. We co-create in this world, and we are all connected. Even though it may not seem that way, we truly are all connected. We can use our words as a weapon, or we can use our words to love and to heal. We have our voice, our word. It doesn't cost a thing to create an amazing, connected life. Just consciousness of what we say, just. I say just consciousness, like that's the easiest thing when I find myself in certain moods. Or just be conscious, okay. And when we do this, though, when we are conscious of our thoughts, words, decisions, and actions, we can create an amazing life. 
Here's a poem I read recently, and I really appreciated these words by Shalann Harkin. It says, why are you so happy? Why are you so happy, someone asked me. Why am I so happy? Darling, why are you so drab? Birds just threw themselves into the sky like a handful of winged seeds to go pollinate the south with music. Each evening, the sun creates a symphony of color, and your heart matches it. I've got two hands that can hold your face and magical eyes with black holes in the middle of them that spend their whole lives pulling in light and beauty. Because even the winter snag is shivering with secret promise, and I can see a hint of its fruit. Because every bucket of your darkness is alchemized into wisdom simply by handing it to the light. When we were born, God gave us an automatically refillable bag of jewels called a soul that we can share with any living thing to make it sparkle and sing. Darling, why am I so happy? Simply because today I'm choosing to remember all of that. Isn't that beautiful? I get goosebumps. I'm choosing to remember all of that. In our lives, take 100%. How much of our lives is really... I wish there weren't kids in the room sometimes because I want to swear, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be very good today. <laughs> just today. But how much of our lives is just junk, right? Really. I mean, here's 100%. How much of our life is, is left? Some days it feels like it's more, right? But if you look at our lives, what we get to envision and see in our lives, the people who we get to go meet, even having a day at home alone, the, the air, the earth, the stars, the nature, maybe this much is really crap. Really? If you think about it? But that bit, it's like the sparkle. It gets my attention sometimes. But really, so much more. So let's choose to remember all the amazing things in our lives and take the focus from this little bit. So when we come to the power of our word, do you speak to yourself the way that you would speak to your most favorite person? Hmm. When you think of this special person, do you come up with positive descriptions or do you think of negative things? So this is early on in the talk, but I want it fits in perfectly here. The homework for this, this week, Larry loves to do that, Reverend Larry. But think about it. Choose someone in your life that you can only imagine saying loving things to. If it's a partner, well, probably not a partner, never mind on that one, because you get free reign with partners, right? But a friend, a, a grandchild, a grandparent, think of that person. And so for the homework, you're really going to get into it on how wonderful that person is and how much you appreciate that person in, in your life. Okay, so you're going to dig in there a little bit more. And then once you feel and know why that person is so important to you and you say great things about that individual, you are going to imagine that you are that important. Oh, because you really are. 
you actually are that important. And that knowing that then, it translates into, well, if I speak this way to that individual, then I desire to speak that way to myself. Now, I'm sure I'm the only one that goes through those, those thoughts sometimes that aren't the best. So do the homework for me. It's about speaking gently to ourselves, speaking with an open heart to ourselves, giving ourselves a little bit of a break every once in a while. Like, you're doing great. You are doing so great. Every day you're doing the best job that you can, right here and right now. And when we speak to ourselves this way, it helps to shape the outcome of our day, of our life. Today, I choose. And then you fill in the blank. To be what? I don't necessarily get out of bed every morning and, and go, today I choose to really just be in the dumps. That's just not something that I normally do because I think mostly when I get out of bed, I'm not quite awake yet, so it takes me a while. There are consequences in our lives, though, and that's the nature of us being here. So if you decide to, let's say, just dive off of a rock into water head first, if you don't cross your hands in front, you might get a headache. Your shorts might come off. But if you jump feet first, those two likelihoods are off the table and you won't moon someone unless you really want to. You know what I mean. So it follows then if you speak negatively to yourself all day long, it will transfer into your words that you use. Let's say like when you're driving and somebody cuts you off, those words might be a little different. Or when you're in line at the store and somebody in front of you has a huge basket full of things, and my, my store is Costco, I admit it, and sometimes I'll get behind somebody, and, and I, I'm, I'm totally out here, I'll admit it, and I see that, you know, and it's like, just move your cart forward, and when you start putting things on the conveyor belt already, and I want to help them, but I don't because I know in that moment, my energy is not in the space. And then I just settle back and I go, okay, there's a reason that I'm sitting here and waiting so long. I'm so long. Well, what if we speak to ourselves positively? What do you think the consequences would be? Do you think that you would find that there's more love in your life? Starts with love of self. That your day seems to zip by because you're in a state of gratitude. That all of the things you truly desire seem to appear out of nowhere. That is the power of your word. Right there. What we say out into the word, the energy that goes with us, brings back to us that which we're putting out. And if we start with ourselves and go, okay, I love you. I know that sounds weird, but it's okay to say that. You can look in the mirror and, and find the things that you do like. Sometimes for me on certain days, it's like I have to look really hard. Other days, it's a piece of cake. So how do you choose to speak to yourself? What you choose to speak and whom you choose to speak to, all of that has consequences on what your life looks like to you on the outside. Charles Fillmore, the founder of Unity, said this daily, I fairly sizzle with zeal and enthusiasm, and I spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that ought to be done by me. Right! Good for you, Charles! <laughs> I have that, actually, in, in something that sticks on my shower, and one day 
Um, my son and his wife were staying over there. Power had gone off, and they took my room, and they came out of the shower. And later on in the day, you know how when you say stuff to your kids, it always comes back, whether what, whatever it is? But this day was hilarious. Both of them came down the stairs and said, Hey, hey, Mom, I fairly sizzle with zeal and enthusiasm, and I spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that ought to be done by me. And they were teasing me, but I didn't care because I love those words. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that daily? Wow, what a shift. What would be attracted to us in our day if we got up every morning saying that and believing that, or at least giving it a try? We have to love ourselves first. We have to. We have to be gentle with ourselves, and then we can focus on what is happening outside in the world. Ernest Holmes said this, The divine presence has never for one moment left any object, any person, any place, or anything, from the smallest to the greatest. The divine presence is always harmony and wholeness. Therefore, we are never alone. The divine presence is always present. And that presence moves in through and as us always, in all ways. Always. So being conscious about how we speak, knowing that the power of our words have consequences, by living this life of connection daily, we come to find that we are in a space of harmony and wholeness and get to that place of knowing, I am the divine. I am the divine. Each of us can say that. I am the divine. Holmes continues, This presence is more than a manifestation of God. It is God in that person, in us. God is all in all. God is all power, all presence and all life. So I ask you just right where you are, take in a deep breath and release it. And another deep breath in. And release it. And one more deep breath in. And as you release this, I want you to repeat after me. There is one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect. That life is my life now. There is one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect. That life is my life now. There is one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect. That life is my life now. Breathe that in. Breathe that in. Ah. You are not separate from that which created everything in the universe. We are all connected, unified and in one mind, that universal mind. So I have a question for you. Look at this cup. There's liquid in it, yes? So think about yourself in your own life. Are you a cup half full kind of person? Or are you a cup half empty kind of person? 
which one are you? Because whichever one you are, that will create the energy with which you put out into the world, that ripple of energy. But here's the cool thing. Here's a new thought. Hold on. Ah, it changed, right? Here's a new thought, though. What about being a cup full person? There's water in here. There's air in here. The cup's full. It's always full. Does that shift anything for you? Even if I take another drink, it's still full. So in your home, take a cup, don't put as much liquid in it as you want, and sit it there. And every once in a while, when you come around to it, go, oh, yeah, that's that thing Red Barb was talking about. It's full. It's full. Okay. I'm full. I am full. So think about this in the consciousness of how you view, view your life. As you become more aware of your thoughts and how you express those thoughts out loud, and the power and energy behind those words, you bring consciousness to any issue or situation that you may have. And then bring your faith to that. And God is there present. If you turn on the news, there is so much going on. And sometimes the words that want to escape my mouth don't match that energy which I want to project out into the world. So what can I do? Start with me first. Become conscious and aware. Talk to myself like I would that sweet being. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter. I only say wonderful things to her. You know, in each one of us, there's a two-and-a-half-year-old. So I know for me, if I go and look in the mirror on any given morning, I can be gentle and kind to that two-and-a-half-year-old. And then as she starts to grow and I see the seven-year-old, I can be kind to her. And I get up to my 65 and I can be really kind to her because that's the pattern that I'm willing to set. And so then as I do my work and then step out into the day with this higher vibration of love, then that's what I can give into the world. And the ripple, remember the ripple? that it goes out beyond our imaginings and comes back to us. That ripple effect. So the Big Bang did occur and created each and every one of us with our own little tweak, our own little uniqueness. And because of that Big Bang, because of the Word, we are all connected. Knowing this, there's a recognition that the Divine Presence moves in through and as each one of us creates that one mind, the one universal entity, which is us. So what can I do in the world then? I can work on me. I can take this energy into the world and help heal. Things come up right now. All that's coming up right now is because it needs to be healed and released. So I want to add love to that. Because underneath everything, everything is love. Under everything is love. So I'm going to move into prayer now. So if you'd like, close your eyes. And I really want you to listen to these words from Ernest Holmes. 
I know that there is an inner presence in everything. I know that this presence responds to me. I know that everyone is an incarnation of God, that the living spirit breathes through all. I recognize this spirit and it responds to me. I realize that everything is alive, awake, and aware with spirit. I commune with this divine presence. The spirit within me reaches out and communes with the spirit in everything and everyone I contact. It is the same spirit in all, over all, and through all. I have a deep realization that I am surrounded by an infinite law which receives the impress of my thought and acts creatively upon it. I am conscious of my ability to use this law to direct it for specific purposes for myself and others. There is nothing in me that can deny, limit, obstruct, divert, or in any way hinder my use of this law. It is within my own mind because God is right where I am. In calm confidence, in perfect trust, in abiding faith and with complete peace, I let go of every problem as a problem. I receive the answer as fulfillment. So then know this, the truth of this with Holmes' words. I ask this, Creator, bless my words to speak only kindness and impart only love. Bless them to be used only to build up and create confidence. Bless them to put light into the world where there was darkness before. Hold my words when they might cause pain. Keep them within when they have the power to tear down and crush. Bless my words. May each of us daily then surrender to the wisdom and the power within as we create the day that we desire. Today I choose to be grateful, happy, peaceful, loving, joyful, thankful. And I know I will go within to connect with spirit and continue along my day by walking with this same spirit, the spirit that was created at the beginning of all that was, is, and will ever be. I look forward to seeing what my thoughts, words, and actions will attract. Yay, God! And together we say, and so it is. Blessings, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org 
slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.